Hey hoes and welcome back to another episode of Morning Cup of Hope Podcast. I'm Imani, your host and main hoe, here to help you on this journey of finding your purpose, getting your shit together, and living the life that you want. So pour your morning cup of whatever you're sipping on, get ready to unleash your inner hoe, and let's get into this episode. (laughs) Ooh, so I am trying a little intro that I'm going to use on each episode and I don't know how I feel about it. So y'all gonna have to let me know. I'm going to listen back to it and I'm going to probably be like, oh, nah, this ain't it. But that's what we working with. I'm going to probably change it for next episode and try a few different ones out um, to see how I'm feeling. But anyways, welcome, welcome hoes to another episode of Morning Cup of Hope podcast. So as y'all can see by the title today, I want to talk to y'all hoes about vulnerability. And I know vulnerability can be like a very sensitive topic and like hard to deal with, but I want to talk to y'all about it, I think for a few different reasons. So the first reason that I want to talk to y'all about it is because this podcast is all about honoring our emotions. And I really feel like that's what vulnerability is all about is really just being honest with ourselves and others but also really just allowing yourself to step into the unknown. And I think so many times in life, I avoid that. And I really—I I don't even want to say I realize that because I've always known that I've avoided this, but it really came back up to me and just kind of stood out and made me say, okay, I need to do something to change it because recently, a few days ago, actually, I met with a life coach. So she's a mutual that I know, um, through podcasting actually and I met her she's a life coach now so we chatted up and she was like you want to do a session I was like perfect let's do it so I don't really think I knew what to expect during the session but all I can tell y'all is we got deep and I got emotional and generally in my life when I get emotional that's when I'll stop I won't continue to talk to the person I won't try to work through it like I won't get deeper into it I'll just kind of shut down and what I noticed in this meeting is that After I got emotional, I kept going. I worked through it. I continued answering her questions and really working through it. And we were able to accomplish so much during that session. Like, I feel like we really talked a lot of things through. And even though I got emotional, I was able to answer her questions. I was able to dig deep. She pulled that out of me. She was able to ask questions. And when I was ready to say no, she would straight up say like, and don't say, I don't know. And I will be sitting there having to really dig deep. And what I realized is that, Even though it was so difficult for me in that moment to be vulnerable, it was so beneficial because listening back to that meeting that me and her had, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I was really being open with her. I was really working through some things that I had never thought about. And it really just had me thinking like vulnerability is so important. And I wanted to bring it to this podcast to talk to y'all about it too, because I want to know, do other people have this problem and what are y'all doing to work through that, you know, that problem of vulnerability? So let's get into it. And side note, for that life coach meeting, I'm deciding if I'm going to put that out as an episode. I'm editing and everything now, so we'll figure that out. But let's jump into vulnerability. So of course, before we hop into it, like I want to get on the same page of actually what vulnerability is. So of course, I got a definition. So the definition that I found online is the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed either physically or emotionally. So I don't really like that definition at all. I feel like it makes vulnerability seem like it's such a bad thing to do. It makes it seem like there can't be a good outcome to vulnerability. And I really think that there can be a good outcome to vulnerability just depending on who you're vulnerable with. And I think 
This is actually one of the main reasons that most people aren't vulnerable because we're thinking of this definition when we're trying to be vulnerable or thinking about being vulnerable. We're thinking about the fact that we could possibly be attacked or harmed physically or emotionally for being vulnerable. So I just thought that wasn't a good definition because that's going to hold so many people back. So I thought it was important for me to find a different definition, specifically looking at vulnerability with your emotions. So the other definition that I found was the willingness and ability to address and articulate emotions. So I think it's so important to consider this definition and this perspective just because it really looks at vulnerability without the consequences. It's not looking at the fact that you could be physically or emotionally harmed. It's not looking at the fact that you may get backlash. It's not looking at any of those things. It's really just looking at that willingness and ability. And I think that is so important, both parts of that. Because in order to be vulnerable, you have to be willing and able because I think in my life, I'm willing to be vulnerable, but it's just like that ability is not there. I don't know where to start. I don't know how to do it. So I think that definition really kind of outlines a better way of looking at vulnerability versus being attacked. Like you can open up to people without having that fear of being attacked. And I think that, you know, being vulnerable is so important. And I just want to give a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode, because I don't want y'all just going out here and saying, oh, I was vulnerable and I got hurt. And you know, I had these people that looked down on me and I had people hurt me because of this and blah, blah, blah. Like I don't want that to happen. So my disclaimer that I want to start with is that you don't have to be vulnerable with everyone. I was actually listening to a podcast the other day and Brene Brown said, we share with people who have earned the right to hear the story. And I think that's so important. You have to choose wisely who you are engaging with in this vulnerability. You can't just, you know, find a stranger on the street and start being vulnerable to them. You can't just be vulnerable to a random coworker. Like you have to really decide who has earned your trust, you know, really deserving to hear your story and hear your vulnerability. Because there are people out there who will use it against you. There are people out there that want to see you fail. So those aren't the people that you want to use that vulnerability with. So you really want to only open up to people who deserve to see that side of you. And if you do open up to somebody and you feel like they didn't deserve it, it's never too late to stop. You don't have to continue to engage in that. You have that decision to open up and stop. You don't have to continue to go. So that being said, I want to talk to y'all about vulnerability and, you know, looking at the benefits and barriers and all that kind of stuff. But before we get too deep in it, I want to ask y'all, do y'all feel like, y'all are being vulnerable in your life like do you struggle with that or is that something that's always come naturally to you and if it has come naturally to you you know why do you think that is did you see that in your family are you always around friends who are vulnerable like what is the case because I feel like a lot of people that I'm around specifically in my family like I don't think that we're vulnerable so I could definitely see that as being a reason why I'm not vulnerable in my life because I've always seen that grown up I've always interacted with people like that So just think about that throughout this episode. So first, let's hop into the benefits of being vulnerable. So of course, you know, looking at that definition, it's automatically looking at the negatives of being vulnerable. So I think it's important to talk about those benefits so that you could see why you would even want to do it. Because if you're just looking at that definition and you're like, oh, girl, like I could be attacked or harmed physically or emotionally, like why would I even do this? Like what's the purpose? So I want to look at 
the positives of it to see why you would ever want to make that first step. So one of the first things that I can think about as far as benefits for vulnerability is really having a deeper connection with people. And of course, once again, that's not just random people like that's going to be people that you genuinely want to have connections with. So that can be your husband, your wife, your best friend, your mom, your dad, like being vulnerable is really going to open that door for them to be vulnerable as well. And I think that's just going to really just deepen that connection because you're going to start to learn things about them that you'll never know. They're going to start to learn things about you. Y'all are going to connect on those things. And then you're also going to learn things about yourself because I feel like through interactions with other people and having discussions, you're able to learn about yourself. You're able to learn how you're interacting. You're able to figure out, you know, what gets you mad. You're able to learn so much about yourself. And that all comes from being vulnerable and allowing people in. And I think at the same time, when you're being vulnerable, that makes people feel comfortable enough to tell you about yourself. And I don't mean like in a terrible way, like, oh, you a trash person, but going back to one of the episodes when I spoke to Grace and she was saying how the fact that my husband calls me out on stuff is because he loves me. And it's the fact that he loves me. He wants to see me succeed, but also that he cares about me and he wants to be with me. And that's him being vulnerable because me, I could just shut him down. Like, I don't want to hear that. So he put himself in a vulnerable position just by, you know, letting me know that he wants something to change. So I think it's so important to go ahead and create those connections with other people. And that's all through vulnerability. And not only are you building deeper connections, I feel like you're building more authentic connections because people are actually getting to know the real you they're connecting with you for things that are genuinely things you like genuinely things that you enjoy doing genuinely things that you believe and not this facade that you're putting on they're really getting to know you and you're connecting based on that so I think that's why it's so important to be vulnerable and once again I feel like I'm gonna say this every few seconds but that's not vulnerable with everybody like really decide who you want to be vulnerable with who you want to build those connections with who you want to be in your life for the long run and those are going to be the people that you're building those connections with based on that vulnerability and then I think also with being vulnerable it's also gonna kind of help with your personal growth and like I said a few minutes or a few seconds ago it's gonna help you understand yourself more so you're gonna start to understand how you deal with conflict because sometimes being vulnerable can create conflict like if you're telling somebody something about themselves or you're saying something that's really uncomfortable it can create conflict but you're also learning more about yourself because you're willing to work through those hard situations going back to that meeting that I had with that life coach it was amazing she was asking me deep questions and generally I would have shut it down generally I would have been like you know what I'm not answering this because I'm sitting here crying but I really worked through that and I felt like I learned more about myself and I also felt like I was learning that I was stronger than I thought because I was able to work through it although it was hard I kept going kept answering questions and really learning more about myself and exploring parts of myself that I had never thought about so I thought that was so beneficial to keep doing it so what benefits can y'all think about for vulnerability like I know that a lot of people probably have had relationships where they felt like they couldn't be vulnerable or they weren't vulnerable and what benefits could you have gotten from just those moments when you were like you know what I'm gonna allow myself to be vulnerable and see where this takes me what could you have gotten out of that situation could you have told somebody how you really felt about a situation and now they're like oh my gosh I didn't realize you felt like that and they adjusted their actions accordingly could you have gotten you know a better 
your scenario because you were vulnerable and you let somebody know how you were feeling because that's definitely a possibility that I don't think we think about in the moment but that's what vulnerability is really allowing for those opportunities to happen so obviously we talked about the good so we always got to talk about the bad too so the other thing that I want to talk about is the barriers but first I want y'all to think about what the barriers to vulnerability are because I think when we're looking at vulnerability once again you know that definition is really looking at the negative so I think it's so much easier to think about the barriers versus the benefits because when you're scared and you don't want to be vulnerable you're thinking about all those bad things that can happen you're thinking about the worst case scenario so it's so much easier to think about those barriers versus looking at what is the benefits that could happen from it. So what barriers do y'all think there are that are stopping y'all from being vulnerable? And just think about those. Of course, we're going to talk about some hoes, but I want y'all to kind of think about it first. So one of the first barriers that I see and all of these barriers and benefits are really just from my personal experience and what I'm thinking, but of course there's gonna be more. So whatever you think is not incorrect. So the first thing that I can think about is just the fact that we view vulnerability as a weakness. And I know that one is like really the one that hits me the most because I think that that's been the main thing my whole life. Like I never wanted to be seen as weak. So I never wanted to cry in front of people. I never wanted to let people know that I was upset. I never wanted people to think I was in my feelings because I felt like it made me look like I was weak. I felt like it made me look like, you know, I wasn't strong and I couldn't handle myself and things like that. But in reality, that's not the case. Being vulnerable does not make you weak. I think it actually makes you strong because it's so hard to do. And I think a lot of times when we view vulnerability as a weakness is really from our upbringing, like how we saw other people reacting to vulnerability. If we saw anybody being vulnerable, you know, TV shows we watch, how they're like, you know, boys don't cry and this and that. Like you're seeing all these thoughts of vulnerability and a lot of times they're not positive. I could remember when I was a child and honestly, I don't even remember how old I was, which is crazy. But but this moment will always be etched in my mind when I was crying one time. And the thing is, I don't even remember why I was crying. That's not the part that stands out to me. But I was crying. My mom was trying to console me and my dad came over and told her that he needed to stop babying me. And you know, I don't know. It, it probably was something that I was crying about that was stupid. I could have been crying over a piece of candy or, you know, the fact that I couldn't watch TV or something. Like, I really don't know why I was crying. And my dad was probably valid to tell her that. But in my mind, and I've thought about this for years, like, I genuinely think about this often. And in my mind as a child, that translated to me as, you know, if you're crying, you're a baby. And what I really got from that in my child mind is the fact that you shouldn't be crying. There's no reason to be crying unless you're a baby. You're a child if you're crying. And I felt like you shouldn't show your emotions or they're going to look at you the same way. And I think I took that into my adult life. The fact that I shouldn't show my emotions. I shouldn't let people see that I'm crying. I shouldn't let people know that I'm getting emotional. And that translated to every situation, not just small situations, which probably was the situation that was happening as a child. I let that kind of go throughout my whole life. Just the fact that I don't want anybody to see me as weak. So I'm not going to let them know that I'm in my feelings or that I'm crying. And I think that can be a big barrier because you have that thought holding you back 
that you don't want people to see you, you know, being vulnerable. So now you're like, I don't even know how to display this without feeling weak. And a lot of times it's not even other people who are seeing you as weak when you're in these situations. You're the only one judging you. But I think it's so hard to get that idea out your mind when it's been something that's ingrained in you your whole life. And I'm not mad at my dad for saying it because like I said, it was probably a valid point. I'm sure that he probably grew up the same way where it wasn't right to show emotions or being vulnerable or anything like that. So he's just talking from where he was at in that situation. But me knowing the, how it affected me going into my adulthood, I know that, you know, it's okay to be vulnerable and, and I shouldn't pass that along to the next generation. But yeah, I'm not about to get all in that. <laughs> but anyways, going back to the definition of vulnerability, which of course is that possibility of being attacked or harmed physically or emotionally. I really think that we think that people will judge us or use our vulnerability against us. We think that when we share something with somebody, they're going to bring that back up and be like, oh, I'm going to use it against you. Or somebody's not going to like you because you said something the wrong way or that you believe the wrong thing or that you're too emotional. Like we think that people aren't going to accept us for those things. But I feel like, like I've said in most episodes, we don't want people in our life that don't support us. We don't want people in our life that don't want us to be our authentic self. We want people in our life who genuinely want to see us succeed, who genuinely want us to be authentic with them at all times. So if there is somebody that is trying to use that against you or doesn't accept you once you put those things out there, then I think it's important to get those people out your life because you don't want to have to hide the way that you're feeling just to make somebody feel better or to make somebody want to be in your life. That's just not the way that it is. And going back to that podcast, that I listened to with Brene Brown and I didn't write down this quote so I'm sure I'm just gonna summarize it now but she said that people should love you because of your imperfections not despite them a lot of times you'll hear people say something like I love you despite the fact that you're you know emotional or I love you despite the fact of this and that and you don't want somebody to love you despite the fact of something you want somebody to love you because of these things you don't want them to overlook a whole part of your identity you want them to accept it and I think that's so important we're being vulnerable just the fact that if they don't accept it and they don't want a part of it that's fine they don't need to be in your life these people need to be able to accept who you are if they want to be in your life. And once again, like I know it's like always easier said than done because I'm sitting here saying this. It sounds so great. Like, oh my gosh, like being vulnerable is amazing and I need to just walk up and be vulnerable to everybody. And if they don't want to be in my life, whatever, whatever. Like I know it sounds easy to do, but I struggle with it every day. Like even with my husband, like there's times when I'm just sitting there like, oh my gosh, like I'm terrified to say this and that because I'm scared of how he's going to react. And it's nothing on him. It's 100% just me because he has never reacted like, you know, in an off the wall way for anything that I've said. So there's no valid reason that I feel like he's going to react crazy if I be vulnerable. He wants me to be vulnerable, but it's like. I'm guarded and I'm scared to allow him in. And I feel like it's because of that, the thought that, okay, he's going to judge me, but I know that he's not. And it's crazy because right before I started recording this episode, I saw um, a video on TikTok and I had already thought about like the barriers that I was going to talk about, but it was a girl talking about being vulnerable and things that you know, kind of stop people from being vulnerable. So where I just kind of talked about the fact that we're scared that people are going to judge us she kind of twisted it and she said the fact that we don't think that we can handle the way that people respond. 
So whereas I was saying that people are going to respond in a bad way or they're going to judge us, she's saying that we can't handle the response that people is giving us. And I kind of sat with that for a second and I was like, oh my gosh, like (laughs) sometimes you just watch a video when you feel like people are talking to you directly. And it was so weird because I sat there and really thought about it. And I was like, I think that's, that is the biggest barrier, at least for me. Because when I'm scared to be vulnerable with my husband, it's not because, oh my gosh, I think he's going to be rude to me or he's not going to love me anymore for being vulnerable or anything like that. I think it's really because I'm scared of me not being able to handle his response. Like if he gives me an answer that I don't like, or if he responds in a way that I don't think is right, not the fact that he's going to judge me, but maybe I'm going to judge him or the fact that, you know, I don't, I really don't know. It's hard. But I think that may be what it is, like the fact that I can't handle his response. Like if I want something from him and he can't provide it or something like that, like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think (laughs) I'm, I'm rambling right now, but I just feel like that was something that I was like, oh my gosh, like that, that's really a good one. But yeah, so let's talk about what vulnerability looks like, because I think When most people think about vulnerability, we're thinking about like spilling your deepest, darkest secrets with people like stuff that, you know, you were hoping that would never come out, blah, blah, blah. Like, and that's not the case, obviously. Like, I want to point out the fact that when you're being vulnerable, it's not important that you share every single thing about your life. Like, you don't have to share those deepest, darkest secrets. Like, I think it's important that you are able to have parts of you that are just for yourself. And I don't care if you're in a relationship, you have a best friend, your mom, your dad, like you're allowed to have things that are just for yourself that you don't want to share with people. And that's perfectly fine. So when I'm talking about vulnerability, it can really look different for every person. Like every person is not going to be the same when they're vulnerable. So being vulnerable for you may be setting boundaries with someone. So an example that I want to use for setting boundaries may be you don't want to give your husband the password to your phone. Like you just think that that's an invasion of privacy. You don't feel comfortable with that. And you have to let him know like, hey, I don't feel comfortable with that. So although that may not seem, you know, like, oh my gosh, that's so vulnerable, that could put you in a vulnerable position because now you have to tell him, hey, babe, I don't feel comfortable with you doing this. And you may have to explain why. And it may be very uncomfortable for you to set that boundary because he's all gung ho for it. And you're like, I'm 100% against it. And hopefully, girl, it ain't that you cheating on him, but maybe you just don't, you know, feel comfortable with him in all your information. So that could put you in a vulnerable situation where you're like, oh my gosh, I don't really know, you know, how to tell him this another situation that could put you in a vulnerable position that may not even be something that you think about when you're thinking about vulnerability but it could be like reaching out to a friend that you haven't talked to in a long time so that seems like such a simple thing but that could really put you in a vulnerable position because I know specifically for me I'm an overthinker so if I'm about to reach out to somebody that I haven't talked to in a long time I'm just like oh my gosh like Do they hate me? What are they going to think when I reach out to them? Are they going to think I want something like I'm going to be overthinking every single aspect of it. And that's already put me in a vulnerable position because I'm uncomfortable with it. And then, you know, you don't know how they're going to react. They have the right to just, first of all, not respond to you. They have the right to say, you know, why are you texting me? Like, you know, I don't like you anymore. Something like that. You may not even know why. 
So you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position because you really don't know how they're going to react to that message and how they're going to reply. And it could be nerve wracking from that time when you send the message up until the time that they respond. So that is going to put you in a very vulnerable position. And I think that's why it's so important to realize that vulnerability doesn't have to be something crazy. It could be something simple as, you know, sending that message. Another time when you may feel vulnerable is like speaking up for yourself. And that could be in any situation. Like I could think of that as maybe being at work and you say, you know, your boss going to say, oh, you didn't do something correctly or you never sent that email to me. And it could be easy to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. Let me just send it now. But if you sent that email, you need to, you know, speak up for yourself. And that can be very awkward because you're like, okay, they're an authority. They may get mad for me calling them out saying they're incorrect, this and that. And that really can put you in an uncomfortable and vulnerable situation because now you're like that's the boss like I don't know you know how she's gonna react to that and then those are just some specific examples but really I think vulnerability is just anytime you have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation because you are putting yourself you know in that situation where you feel uncomfortable you're vulnerable you don't know how other people are gonna react you don't know how you're gonna react so once again vulnerability could look completely different depending on who you are so that could be different from person to person for some those situations may be the most simple things they ever heard of and they're like oh my gosh why are you feeling vulnerable so they may have to like in order for them to feel vulnerable it could be a serious situation like really talking about something in a relationship or telling somebody bad news or something like that so it really differs from person to person and it's important that you can acknowledge when you have to be vulnerable and see how you react to those things so Now y'all are probably like, all right, Imani, so we talked about all this stuff, barriers and benefits and all this stuff, but you know, what's the tea? How am I supposed to be vulnerable? And I'm going to tell y'all the truth. Like, I have no idea. I'm going to be honest. Like, I still struggle with being vulnerable every single day, no matter if that's with my husband, my mom, my dad, my brother, my friends, like I still struggle with being vulnerable, but of course it's something that I'm working on every day. So I think the most important thing when trying to be vulnerable is just to start small. So that means just like when we were talking about being authentic, not putting that all out at one time, like trying something small and working your way up. So that could be like, you know, somebody you live with, like if you haven't set barriers for them or boundaries for them, set one boundary and stick to it. Or if you've been scared to tell somebody how you feel about them or something that they did that upset you, go ahead and tell them. But one thing at a time. And first, let me tell y'all, don't be bringing up nothing that happened 10 years ago, five years ago, one year ago. And you're like, oh my gosh, this upset me. Like, girl, don't, you know, don't be bringing up something that that happened a bunch of years ago. And now, you know, you have forgiven or told them that you've forgiven them. And now you're trying to bring it up. Don't do that. But definitely things going forward, if somebody does something that upsets you or, you know, do something that makes you feel uncomfortable, definitely let them know and just do one thing a week or one thing a day, whatever you feel comfortable with. And eventually it'll be easier. And I don't want to say that when you do it, it's not going to be hard, but I think it's important to realize that you can be terrified and brave at the same time. And what I mean by that is the fact that when you're being vulnerable, it can be scary. You can be terrified, but it's the it's that bravery to work through that terror and still do it anyway. Do it while scared. And I think that's the most important thing, being able to do it while scared. And eventually it'll get easier. I'm not saying that it's ever going to be like the easiest thing you've ever done and you don't have to think about it, but it will get easier with time, especially when you see the people in your life aren't judging you 
aren't, you know, trying to hurt you with this information. They're willing to listen to you. They're willing to help you through this. You know, they want you to succeed, like I've been saying. So it'll get easier over time. So hoes, this was all about vulnerability. Tell me, you know, how y'all feel about being vulnerable. Do y'all feel like y'all can be vulnerable? Do you feel like you can take the steps to at least start trying? Do you feel like people in your life are being vulnerable? Or where has this come from that you feel like you can't be vulnerable in your life? Definitely let me know. Let me know. So thank you for coming back to another episode of Morning Cup of Ho Podcast. This is your main ho, Imani. Make sure y'all are um, following on all platforms. Also leaving reviews. And I will see y'all hoes next week. Peace.